Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Isle of Man in the UK. This is John and Mike's MMA Corner. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I have got a fantastic fight card coming up. It's called Titan FC 42. And on that fight card, we have got a lady making her professional debut. I've got Trish Cicero. Is it Cicero pronounced? Because I've heard it pronounced a couple of ways. Am I correct uh, there? Cicero. Cicero. My apologies. Yeah. Okay, Cicero. That's okay. Because uh, it's... Uh, where, where does that name originate from? I have to ask. Surname, I have to ask. Um, Italian. Italian. Ah, okay Italian. then. Mm-hmm. The, oh, all right. So are you... I was going to say, because come weight cutting time, last thing you want to have is that kind of Italian genetics in you, you know, what love and pasta exactly, and pizza. Yeah, <laughs> Now you're fighting on Titan FC. You make what a what a great promotion to sign up with. Uh, they're based in Florida. I assume that's part of the ATT kind of thing going down. How this all happened? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, look, I I have to say, you are a bit of a monster in the clinch. I have to say that. I I, I the fight against Angie Jennings is the one that sticks out to me. That one, whew, well, lovely armbar finish, firstly. Um, but also, it, I noticed, you know, it was a fun fight. It was a good fight. I think that's a really good fight for you to have as an amateur because, it, particularly, there was moments where you were succeeding, but there was moments where you were ha- you were in trouble. But you showed quite good composure when she had your back and stuff like yeah. that. Do you find the fact that you had those moments in those fights help prep you for the fact that you're going to go professional? Absolutely. Um, I've been saying that. That fight has definitely given me the most experience so far uh, because of everything you just mentioned. You know, there were times where I really, I thought I had her or I thought I landed a really great shot that was going to finish the fight, uh, but she kept going. And then there was times in the fight where, you know, she had me in some really dangerous situations. Uh, But because I think of my training at American Top Team, some of those same situations I was in danger are situations that I've been in with Amanda Nunez or, uh, you know, Jessica Aguilar or some of the other, you know, great female fighters that I train with every week that that's like a normal day for me. So having it happen in the cage really helped prepare me as well. Having Amanda Nunes on my back would not be a normal day. It would be a nightmare. I have to, I won't lie. <laughs> I can't say it's fun. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was in your corner for that fight as well, wasn't she? Uh, she wasn't in my corner, but she was in the crowd. Yeah, I, uh, I could hear her. I can actually hear her. That's what I was. Oh, sorry, I thought she was in your corner because I could hear her. <laughs> That, that support, that kind of, I suppose, that gang of killers, those people around you, it must be a huge kind of confidence builder. When, when you're getting to train with people like that, you know, their skill set is rubbing off on you. You're also, you, you're constantly learning. You're constantly growing. And it's the setup at ATT. I have to admit, that gym is looking obscenely delicious. You know, we've got a lot of Brits over there. You've got uh, Mr. Brad Pickett when he goes over. Yeah. You, who's who's my boy? I'm, I'm actually going to be, you know, uh, going to be seeing him. Uh, I see him actually quite a bit whenever we have the UFC events on the UK. And uh, you've got Jake Boswick who's over there now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and Jake's awesome. Jake's a great kid. I love that boy. And you know, this it's there's a lot of stuff going on at ATT, and that's why a lot of people want to get over there. The facilities, the training partners, it's amazing. But I have to ask. Have you, did you have a little play with your manager, Jayshek? Did you have a little? I did. <laughs> How did that go? I did. It was incredible, you know. Um, it was very inspiring to watch her go through a six-week training camp mm. to see what a world champion, a world defending, 
now four-time champion uh, in a weight class, you know, similar to mine. She's one weight class under me, but yeah. uh, it, it was just incredible to see her work ethic every day, to train with her. The mindset, it just it shows. The championship mindset every day in training, you can see it. Your opponent, uh, Barbara, she, she likes to stamp and throw. Um, but she likes she she likes the kind of brawl situation. Yeah. I I I don't know if you've watched it yourself. Um, yeah. but that kind of style it is dangerous because if you get involved in it, you've got a good chance of finishing your opponent. But at the same time, because it's those anything can happen in MMA. A little you know one one punch gets through, it can it can wreck your day. I imagine you're not gonna probably gonna be silly enough to just stand there, rock and sock him. You want to be a bit more tactical. You want to go in, land, get out. Have you been working anything in particular with angles, go, you know, with footwork and getting in, getting out, kind of stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You hit it right on the head. The angles, the in and outs. Uh, my boxing coaches have been helping me so much. I've been boxing, you know, every day, um, and we have a lot of thankfully American Top Team, a lot of different size girls and guys to work with so i have a few training partners that can mimic that same height the same style mm. so i can be working uh, against those straight line punches that she likes to yeah. kind of bull forward with so you know kind of slipping underneath it working my angles and uh, just we have a good really good game plan so far what made you was well was the last you know obviously the fights that you had was the last fight the kind of this, the pinnacle fight that you went i feel like i'm ready for the step up into professional ranks uh I imagine, obviously, ATT, the training that you get there probably puts you up that kind of uh, experience level a bit quicker than it would be at a, a, a not-so-recognized gym with not-such-high-level coaches and training partners. So do you feel that, you know, that, that last fight and the obviously the place where you train was the time to call a, call upon the pro ranks? What was it then that really kind of made you decide to go there? Yeah, it was a few things. Uh, definitely my coaches encouraged me a lot that I was ready. Uh, I felt that after I won the amateur um, flyweight title yeah. for XFN where I was fighting, I felt like I, I needed to defend it once. You know, I needed mm -hmm. to be the defending champ. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to experience what it was like to not just want and get the belt, but be on the other side and defending it too because those are two totally different things uh, sometimes, especially at a higher level. So I, I really liked having that experience, but I did feel like after that last fight that – it's time. Um, I've been training for over 20 years in martial arts, and I just started fighting a little bit later in my martial arts life than other people. So I, I feel like I have enough experience, um, even though my record doesn't show as many fights as mm. maybe other people before they go pro. I feel like I'm ready, I'm confident, and definitely helps training at American Top Team, having the confidence from that. I think 20 years, I think it's a bit early still. I think I think still... <laughs> no, <laughs> and... Your partner, he is a big part of your kind of career in a way. You know, the, the, yeah. the two of you are like glue. Uh, so talk about that relationship, you know, because it, it is key having, you know, something outside of the cage. So how do you balance you know, fight life and a normal life, let's say? <laughs> I don't know how normal our life is <laughs> outside, of, outside of the, the gym, but uh, it, it's really been wonderful. Blake um, is also a professional fighter. He also does commentating and ring announcing and uh, podcasts himself and things like that. So he's very knowledgeable in the sport. He has a lot of experience uh, that goes further back from way before I even even paid attention to what you know MMA was. So and also he's helped to bring up a lot of guys himself that are now in the UFC, like Charles Rosa and Steve Montgomery. He trained those guys from when they were amateurs. So 
it's, it's really nice from that point of view, having him like a, a coach and kind of somebody in my ear. But at the same time, uh, it's really great support, too, at home, you know, having somebody that also eats healthy and has a healthy lifestyle and also values the importance of training and isn't going out partying every night mm. and things like that that, you know, normal people uh, our age in the dating scene might experience out there. So it's, it's been a really, really nice fit. And we try to help balance life outside of fighting by, you know, forcing ourselves to do other things that are non-martial arts related, <laughs> however often we can. But, yeah, it's, it's been really great. I was going to say, it must be yeah, weird. Like, what do you want to do? Uh, want some fights? Uh, let's try to do something else. Uh, want some fights? Yeah, okay, we'll do, we'll do that. Okay. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is one of them ones. I, I suppose if it's working, if it's what you love, you don't it's fine you know it's it's great you just it's part of what you do uh, you mentioned mr rosa there he's a he's a top bloke had him on the podcast and a, mm -hmm. a, a wicked little chef as well <laughs> yeah yeah man he's a good he's good in the kitchen i have to say if i if i'm gonna meet him i'd be like show me a weight cut meal son um yeah <laughs> uh, so like i said you, you've got a, a basically a plethora of talent around you does that maybe then a little bit have a kind of pressure on you so to speak a bit of weight on your shoulders in the sense that you know if you come from there people have this expectation straight away they go att trained oh man this girl's got to be awesome xyz do you feel that at all when when you kind of got that label next to you and, and especially the people around you i i do a little bit but not in a negative sense i i, I like it i like hmm. the pressure i think it makes me step up uh, I think being in there, like, you know, a normal sparring day can feel like a fight day for me sometimes, you know, a normal <laughs> sparring day, you know, on a light sparring day, having to go, you know, around with Amanda Nunez or Nina Ansaroff or Valerie Letourneau, Tisha Torres. I mean, these girls are the top girls in the UFC yep. and champions or, or doing a, a sparring round with Joanna before her last fight. It's, it's very, it can be intimidating, but I have to just turn it off and just know that, you know, I can be at that level that I, and when I, in that moment, I am at the same level as them. And that's just how I think. So when I step in the cage, it's, it's the same thing. And uh, I think it really helps bring out the best in me, that kind of pressure. Oh, Tisha Torres, she's such a sweetheart. Oh, what a, what yeah. a good little girl she And a, a bit of a sweet tooth as well, I have to say. She's got a hell of a sweet tooth, that girl. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, I love it when her fans give her all the sweets and she posts the pictures and it's just <laughs> like, wow. Like, I don't even know how you cut weight, girl. And... <laughs> Look, the fact that you're fight on Titan FC, it, it's a good platform. It's, in fact, I'm afraid that it's a very, very good platform to be coming, to make your debut on, and also to start your career on a, a professional side of things and build yourself up. They're on UFC Fight Pass, which also gives you that kind of extra exposure that you probably wouldn't have got, for example, with XFN and the amateur scene. Right. It's a good way to get going, really. I think it's not a bad start. Yeah. Now... Look, the platform's great. Everything's great. Can I ask, though, let's go back to the amateur scene just quickly. What did you learn mostly from that in the sense of yourself as a, a martial artist? Like, for example, you maybe thought, my single leg, t single leg defense is pretty weak or I'm not very good at checking the kicks or my hands are pretty lazy. When I throw out the jab, it comes to my hip. My hand comes back to my hip, not to my chin. Is there anything in particular, stuff like that maybe you thought you were good at and you kind of found holes that you, you know you need to find these holes anyway is there yeah. anything in particular for sure yeah I, I think one of the main things that jumped out that i continually am trying to improve each fight you kind of see the progression a little bit already is from my first fight even to my last fight you know uh, the first fight i'm like uh, it's like the rock'em sock'em you know it's <laughs> like i just you know non-stop one two punches and it's just i i didn't i think in before i fought i didn't expect i would be 
like that with the adrenaline and just yeah. going crazy and just, you know, not really taking a second to breathe, you know, getting punched in the face and everything goes <laughs> out the window. So I think it's been, you know, learning patience, learning timing, uh, learning to stay calm, you know, getting those cage jitters out. Yeah. And that, that's that been a huge piece of it. And uh, I think, you know, not it's, it's learning that not everything's always going to go to plan. But in those moments, like in that fight I had with Angie, where you're in trouble to mm. stay calm, especially, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's, that's, it's, that's been the biggest thing for me, staying calm, following the game plan, you know. And I was going to say, because it's an extra two minutes in the round now, so it's one of them things where you can pace yourself a lot more, so you don't have yeah. to rush. It's not three-minute blitz, it's five minutes. You can have that time to break up, relax, compose yourself, reset yourself, get back into it. You know, you don't have to just stand there and try and rush the fight itself. You know, the, the win or the submission or the, the decision win or the knockout, the, it comes to you because you've got that little bit longer. You know, it, it's something that you kind of don't realise until you do it you know, how much time you've got. Five minutes is a long time to go. It's, yeah. it, people like, when you watch fights, it's not that, it's not long, but when you're in it, obviously you've done five minutes <laughs> sparring rounds. It's a yeah. long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually excited about it. The, the last fight I had, there was a lot of, actually every single round, uh, I, I was going for a finish and ran out of time. And yeah. I remember Mike Brown saying in the corner, like, man, Trish, if you had 20 more seconds, you could have finished that arm bar. If you had 10 more seconds, you could have finished that, you know, obviously, <laughs> could have, should have, would have, you yeah. know. I should have, you know, maybe done it a little sooner in the round. But <laughs> it's nice to know I have, you know, an extra two minutes to keep working yeah. towards something, you know. So this fight, you, what you're saying is you're going to win after three minutes, 20 seconds. <laughs> we'll see. I'm not going to make any, you know, time predictions. <laughs> <laughs> well... Look, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing your debut on, on Titan FC because the great thing about being on Fight Pass is I can watch it in the UK. Oh, All right, awesome. I'll be tuning in. I'll be, I, I always tune in for the Titan FC cards. I don't care what time it's on till uh, sleep, sleep. So I'll have plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. I'll be tuning in. I'll be tweeting away. Me and my, we've got like a little group of us, a little group of friends around the UK area, up in Scotland. There's friends in Scotland and Ireland and everywhere in the UK and England as well, and even Wales. Uh, where, where we just tweet and we're always talking during the fight. So we'll all be looking out for this. I'll be telling them to oh, keep an eye out for you. Uh, thank you. So it's it's going to be awesome. Um, you will have a great time at Titan. I will tell you this right now. I know thank they look you. after. I'm the, so excited. Honestly, it's going to be amazing. They look after their fighters. The the fact that the effort they put into it as well, it's a beautiful thing. I've, I've, I've got um, a few a few friends, I can call them now, really from Titan FC that I've, I've met from this. And honestly, you're in such good hands. You're going to have a wonderful time. The whole fight week is going to be, it's going to be great for you. Thank you. I'm excited. Now, before I let you go, I have to get your social media so I can jump on, so people at home can jump on and give you a follow and watch your progression in the professional ranks. Thank you. It's very simple. It's just my name. It's at Trisha Cicero for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, it's T-R-I-S-H-A-C-I-C-E-R-O. I will put the link in the description below, people. So even if you can't even be bothered typing it in, you just have to click a button because people these days on social media are kind of lazy. And okay. uh, let's go to sponsors. Any people out there helping you out with your fight camps? Because it's a big, big deal. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I just have... Uh, have a new sponsor today actually it's called ma1 martial arts first um, they do martial arts consulting for martial arts schools mma schools around the country uh, and out of the country too i know they they go uh globally so uh that's a new sponsor i'm really excited about also phoenix fight gear 
supplies me with all of my uh, equipment for sparring, and they sponsor a couple of the fight promotions down here as well. So they've been really awesome as well. Woohoo! Wicked stuff. Love to hear this. And last but not least, apart from your other half, uh, do you want to give a thanks to people, anyone in particular that's helped you out during a fight camp, coaches, you know, stuff like that? Uh, definitely. You know, one of my biggest kind of supporters, training partners, kind of think of her as like a big sister, uh, somebody that I look up to. She's actually fighting the week after me uh, for UFC Toronto, UFC 206. And that's uh, Valerie Letourneau. So she's been a huge help. We're kind of training side by side for our fights together, which has been incredible. So uh, she's definitely a, a huge part of my team and support as well. Oh, Valerie is awesome. Such a lovely girl. Yeah, I, I've, yeah. Her social media, she's just, she comes across as such a, just a warm person, you know. She's just a lovely person. She is, yeah. And she is badass. That girl is legit, <laughs> people. like. Yes, yes. God, she is awesome, and she's fighting. Um, is it Vivi? Is it Vivian? Per I think Pereira. I want to say Pereira. That's the one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I look, I'm looking forward to her on that. And do you know what? UFC 206 has turned into an absolutely monster of a card. The yeah. amendments they made on that. I got the benefit of the other ones. Kind of. Two or five. I know. I was like, dude, <laughs> two or six is just sitting there reaping it in. They're like, bring it on, yeah. sunshine. Tim Kennedy, Rashad Evans. You got Donald Cerrone, Matt Brown added to that mm -hmm. card. Ooh, God yep. dang. Uh, look, <laughs> Trisha, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure, Thanks, absolute John. pleasure speaking to you. Again, have a great time. Absorb every moment of your pro debut. I remember when I made mine and I loved it. Every second of it, even the fight camp, even when I hated training for split seconds, I remembered why I was doing it. And it's just, just enjoy all of it. Because honestly, I remember everything about my debut. It was just... One of them things, the whole time was just a great experience because I just had a smile on my face and I want you to have a great, great time. Thank you. I appreciate it. I am.